Hello, hello, and welcome to Self-Care is Sexy. My name is Chris, and I'll be your host. We're a podcast that's here to generate and share self-care ideas with each other. Last episode was kind of a long one, and it was a very personal topic for me. It was all about people-pleasing. And in that show, I talked a lot about how people-pleasing feels like it's this good idea. It feels like this very good thing. But really, in all actuality, it's a selfish, manipulative control pattern. And it's really something that if you identify as a people-pleaser, we really got to work on this. I know for myself, it's something I work on constantly. So if that's something you struggle with, if that's an issue that you know you'd like to better understand about yourself, make sure you go back and listen to that episode. There's some really great nuggets in there about how to identify your people-pleasing and then, of course, the self-care tips on how to heal from that. Now, if you missed that show, you can always find all the past episodes on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, our website, www.selfcareissexy.com, or anywhere you get your podcasts from. And make sure that you're subscribing to the show so that you don't miss it when a new episode rolls out. I want to give you a quick preview of what you can expect from today's show. Today, I wanted to follow up that people-pleasing episode with a talk about self-sabotage. I think they kind of go hand-in-hand, and I think that self-sabotage is probably responsible for a lot of the reasons why you're not getting the self-care that you deserve. So today, we're going to talk about what it is, how to really spot when you're engaging in self-sabotage behavior, what we can do to eradicate that, and of course, the special self-care tips specifically for those of us that have been engaging in self-sabotaging behavior for a long time. Before we get to all that, got a few quick housekeeping notes. All right. Thank you so much for joining me today. I cannot tell you how proud I am of you for taking this time out of your busy life, your busy schedule, whatever you have going on, and you're making time to get some encouragement, to get yourself just a little pep talk, to get you through the next couple of days, the next week, whatever it might be, and to remind you that it is okay and it is encouraged that you engage in self-care, that you learn about self-love and self-compassion, and you take this time to really develop your self-worth through the tips and the tricks and the talk here today. Now, it's it's really important that everyone listening understands something very fundamental. You don't have to take action in order to get the benefits of self-care. You really don't have to buy anything. You really don't have to learn a new hobby. There's really no action that you need to take. And if you're new to self-care, that might seem kind of foreign. But the reality and the truth is, is that the real self-care, the real developing of self-worth comes from the conversations you're having with yourself in your head. It comes from the daily small choices you're making. And in order for those to be good and positive and make you the priority, you've got to constantly feed your ear holes and your brain head with all the best encouragement and the self-love and the self-care vibes that you can get. So if you're new and you're struggling, just saturate yourself in this content, whether it's me or Instagram or something that you connect with, where you can get the reminder that it's okay. It's okay for you to take the time to do whatever it is you need to fulfill yourself and to do that first before anything else. 
All right, so today's episode is about self-sabotage, and I want to start by talking about what it is. I think the term gets used a lot, and in the self-help world, a lot of times we've heard these terms, but we might not really understand what they are at the foundation. And before I get into the tips and tricks on how to give yourself specific self-care, if you are a self-saboteur, I want to make sure we're all squared away on the foundation of what self-sabotage is. So I've got seven main points I want to go over today to talk about what exactly self-sabotage is. So number one, at the heart of, of the definition of self-sabotage, the basic Chris notes, right, the break it down to the simple, is that self-sabotage is just this unconscious pattern where you know what you should be doing, you know the actions to take, but you just don't take action. It is an unconscious driving force that is preventing you from doing what you know you need to do. Whether it's a goal, whether it's weight loss, whether it's your finances, whether it's a relationship that you're having challenge with, or whether it's developing a good self-care routine. You intellectually know these are the steps you need to take. These are the things you need to do. But when it comes down to brass tacks, you find yourself endlessly scrolling on the phone or watching YouTube or doing something unproductive with your time and something that doesn't fulfill you instead of doing the things you need to do. And we're going to talk about ways to, to combat that here in a minute. Number two, it's also really important that we all understand that self-sabotage always starts with a perfectionistic mindset. Now, if you've stumbled on this podcast, however you found me, maybe we know each other, maybe you were just searching the podcasts, maybe it came up recommended, maybe you saw it on Facebook, however you found your way to this recording right now here today, it tells me one fundamental thing. You believe that taking care of yourself is important, and it also tells me that you are willing to learn new ways to do that. But when you're learning something new, whether it's about self-care, whether it's about a new hobby, whether it's a new job, or you're in a new relationship with somebody, if you start with the mindset that everything you do has to be perfect in order for it to be right, you really set yourself up for failure. And that is the start of the self-sabotage cycle. Number three, a huge component of what self-sabotage is, is it's the fear of success. Now, I know you've probably heard this term before, but I really want you to dial in and really connect with this right now because this is for you. This content is for you. If you found it, it's for you. And fear of success doesn't mean that, you know, you're afraid of fame, you're afraid of money, and you don't want all those good things. It's really the fear of not deserving it. Okay, that's super important that you understand. If you're struggling with self-care, if it's not something that comes natural to you, you probably have a lot of underlining belief that you're not worthy, that you're not good enough, and that you don't deserve everything you're trying to achieve. All the goodness in your life, it's really the fear that you're not worthy of what you want. Or that you have that imposter syndrome, that you're pretending to be something you're not, but really you're not that good. So at the heart of what self-sabotage is, it's just a fear. 
It's a fear response. You stop yourself from going too high because you're afraid of how much your life will change, of who you will become then, of having to maintain it or more impactfully that you deserve it. Number four, self-sabotage is really just insecurity. It truly at its heart is that you don't want to be judged. You will put a landmine in your way. You will literally create the drama to face plant so that you don't get hurt by something outside of you. Self-sabotage is really the fear, right? It's that insecurity that you're not going to be able to maintain whatever it is you're trying to achieve. So if the example is you're trying to develop a more consistent self-care routine because you know it's important for you, and every time you blow past the goal that you've set for yourself, you're really reinforcing that you don't deserve these things and you can't move forward. Number five, self-sabotage is all about self-esteem. And this is huge. Now, you may have heard this before, but sometimes you got to be exposed to the same thing a hundred times before it really lands. So I'm hoping this is the hundredth time for you that this really lands. Self-sabotage at its core is just about low self-esteem. If you have low self-esteem, if you don't think you're that good, if an opportunity comes to you, if a compliment comes to you, if something positive comes to you, you will see it in a negative light. If someone compliments you and you have low self-esteem, you'll think that they're fucking with you. You'll, th- you'll think that they're being sarcastic or that they're just feeling sorry for you. Like, have you ever been complimented and then thought, oh, that's just, they're just they, they pity me. They just want me to feel better because they know I really am ugly or dumb or whatever it is. And it's really important that you understand that that's what is creating self-sabotage. If you don't have a good self-image, if you don't have good self-esteem, if you can't see yourself as a good human being just the way you are right now, whatever you have in the bank account, however much you weigh, whatever it is you do or don't do for a living – Whatever circumstances, if you're living in the basement or you're living in a chateau in France, whatever's going on for you, if you can't look at yourself and see that you are a good person and see the good positive qualities that make you up, then self-esteem really needs to be the thing you focus on. And I know I've said this in multiple episodes. You can go to the website and look up all the tips and tricks. But the quickest, fastest way to build up your self-esteem is to do esteemable things. Doing things for yourself that make you feel good about yourself. And only you can determine that. Only you can decide, what is it that I could do today that's going to make me feel good about myself? It could be, you know, dressing up, taking a shower, running a marathon, um, you know, changing your sheets. I don't know. Whatever it is for you, you have to determine what would make me feel better about myself and do that one small thing. That's how you start building your self-esteem. And then when you get those wins, it starts to feel good and you get that momentum. But really, if you find yourself engaging in self-sabotage and you find yourself really unable to just move that forward when you don't feel like it, the best way to really correct that is to work on your self-esteem through journaling, through counseling, whatever you need to do to really work on that. Number six, I want to talk about how self-sabotage 
is one of those things that you cannot think yourself out of. You cannot think yourself out of self-sabotage. Because intellectually, you already know the actions you need to take to achieve the type of person you want to become. You already know what it takes to reach your goal. You already have some sort of idea of the change that you're trying to make. And the reason it's self-sabotaging is because you cannot think your way through it. When you get to those moments where you are at a point of decision of whether or not you could do the damn thing or you could not, right? The first self-sabotaging thing I can think of, the best example, is in the morning, your alarm goes off. You already intellectually know, hey, I have this day full of stuff. I need to get up at this time to start doing the stuff I need to do to set myself up for success. And you have that tiny point of decision. You could roll over and turn off the alarm, or you could roll over and get up. And in that instance, you have to use your heart, not your head, to get you to get out of bed and do the thing you know you need to do. Because point number seven about what self-sabotage is, well, it's not self-discipline. And that is the biggest mistake a lot of people make. You cannot will yourself or think yourself out of self-sabotage. If you engage in self-sabotage behavior, if you're constantly blowing up your own efforts, it's in your heart where the change has to come, not your head. So it's not about yelling at yourself like a drill sergeant to get up and get that workout done. That's not working. That goes back to perfectionism. Self-sabotage can only be combated when you start leading from your heart. You start making decisions from the point of self-love first. Because self-love will tell you if this thing you're trying to beat yourself up to do is worthy of your time and effort or not. Okay, real quick, I want to run through that. My seven key points on what self-sabotage is. Number one, it's an unconscious pattern where you know what you should do, but you just don't. Number two, it always starts with perfectionism. Number three, it is the fear of success. Number four, it is insecurity. Number five, it is all about self-esteem. Number six, you cannot think yourself out of sabotage. And number seven, it is not self-discipline. All right, now that we're all clear on what it is and what it's not, let's talk about how we recognize it. How do we, how do we tell if we are someone who is engaging in self-sabotage behavior? Well, number one, you break your promises to yourself. You're saying that you don't have time for self-care. That is a form of self-sabotage. When you complain that you just can't get things done, you can't move forward, that is self-sabotage. Because you make a promise to yourself at one point that, hey, I want to stop this behavior or I want to start this other behavior. And the minute you quit on yourself, you do those little quits. We call them little quits. We're just like, eh, it won't matter. Eh, I can make up for it tomorrow. Eh, I don't really care about this goal or whatever. When you do those little quits, those start stacking upon each other and make it a habit. That is self-sabotage. Now, the good news is the reverse is also true. Every time you come up against that point of decision and you choose yourself, you choose the thing you know you want to do because it's good for you, because it's what, you're, what you've told yourself, like, hey, this is the thing I want to achieve in my life. This is important to me. Then every single time you come up that point of decision and you decide to do the thing, even when you don't feel like it, 
even when you're not motivated or feeling all jazzed and excited about whatever it is. Every time you choose to do it, you are building and stacking these little wins on top of yourself that make it very motivational to stop the self-sabotage. Number two, how you recognize if you are a self-sabotager is you're constantly asking yourself, why did I do that? You're constantly questioning a decision that you made. When you have great self-esteem and you're confident and you're into your self-care and you've got a self-care plan and you're loving on yourself and you're working on yourself, you never really question why you did or didn't do something. If you're really working on your self-esteem and your self-love and your self-care, you know your decisions. You have that little conversation in your mind before you make a decision and you like the reasons for the decision that you make. When you're self-sabotaging, you're constantly questioning yourself. Number three, you have a real problem with compliments. If you're not sure if you engage in a lot of self-sabotage, every time someone gives you a compliment, if you poo-poo it away and like justify it or like, oh, I could have done better or yeah, but if you yeah, but any compliment, you are engaging in self-sabotage. People who are really confident, who love themselves, who are connected to themselves and really make self-care their priority, they take compliments. They let them land. They let them stick. They say thank you. They don't feel obligated to compliment the person back. They just accept it. Because when the universe sends you a little burst of love, it's because you deserve it. And if you don't have really great self-esteem, you don't believe it. So you're trying to, you know, reject it. So anytime you start finding yourself like rejecting compliments or yeah, but, or diminishing something, that's when you know you got a problem with self-sabotage. Number four, you're always feeding your immediate want versus your long-term need. Now, this is extremely important to really decipher this for yourself. This is a life hack that will change everything. If you're really struggling, if you have some really difficult times in your life right now, if you're constantly just giving in to that immediate want, right? It's like you're, you're a little toddler brain. is like, I just want it. And you give in to it every single time. You are actively engaging in self-sabotage. Number five, you're always looking for what's wrong. And this one's a tricky one because our brains automatically do that. But if you find yourself doing that constantly, hey, I'm just here to tell you that is self-sabotage. So, okay, now we know what it is. We know how to recognize it. Now let's talk about why we actually do it. Why would we do something like this if it was bad for us? Well, Number one, we repeat self-sabotage because it's familiar. It's a pattern that we're used to. Number two, it's a trauma response. Your brain is in survival mode and you don't believe that you deserve something good. So you're going to constantly sabotage anything good that comes your way. Number three, the reason you engage in self-sabotage is because it's a habit. Like I just said, your brain will learn it over and over and over again. And as it repeats it, it's like, oh, this is just what we do. Number four, we engage in self-sabotage because we're not good at asking for help. You know, asking for help means you got to be vulnerable. It means you got to know what you can delegate to other people. It means that you're giving away control. And if that's a difficult thing for you, I bet you're engaging in self-sabotage. And number five, this is my last point, and it's very important, 
it's all about control. If you have a hard time with control in general, whether it's controlling the people around you, controlling what's happening to yourself, if you find yourself being very perfectionistic, very anal retentive, very much like I need a schedule, I need a list, and if life doesn't go according to that, I freak out because I need to know exactly what we're wearing at what time and what we're eating at what place and how many people and what will I feel and how will it – like it's a stupid cycle. There is so much in this world that you cannot control. It's time to really get some brain space by stop focusing on the things that you cannot control, which is where you're going, what's going to happen, how you're going to feel, and start focusing on what you can control, what you're doing right now, how you react, how you respond, and how you show up for yourself. All right, and the last part of today's show I want to talk about specific self-care tips for those of us that engage in self-sabotage. The best place to start is number one, you're going to have to start noticing when you're engaging in the self-sabotage behavior. And, And that goes back to my five points of how we recognize it, right? You start looking for the times that you're breaking promises to yourself. You said you were going to do something, you didn't. You wanted your extra 15 minutes of sleep for self-care, but you blew past it and scrolled on TikTok instead, right? That's how you start to really heal from self-sabotage is you start recognizing like, oh, these are the things I'm doing that are getting in the way of my achieving certain goals that make me feel good. These are things I want to do. And that's the other thing. Number two, you've got to start getting rid of the shoulds. I should. We talk about shoulding all over yourself. When you tell yourself, I should do this, I should lose weight, I should save money, I should look for a better job, I should be a better mom. When you start talking to yourself that way, you are really fucking it up. Because that is the quickest way to sabotage yourself in any endeavor. Look, I'm just going to cut to the chase here, friends. There's nothing you should be doing. I would even go so far as to say you shouldn't have to do self-care. If you want to take care of yourself and if you want to make yourself a priority then that is a goal that you want because you want it. Not because you believe other people are going to see what you are or aren't doing with your self-care and they're going to judge you. A should is an outside perspective. I want to is an inside perspective. So get rid of those shoulds and that will really heal you from all the sabotage you've built up over the years. Number three, Getting clear on what you want. This is very important. Like knowing what you want in life and what you want for yourself today. You know, so often in the self-help world, we're always looking like five years down the road. I'm not too big on planning all that far down the road, right? Because there's so much out of our control. What I like to really focus on is knowing what you want for your day, Knowing how you want to feel when your head hits the pillow. Knowing what's important to you today. For you, not for the kids, not for work, not for, you know, your adult parents or any of your friends or anything else. Nothing outside of you. What is it that you want 
for yourself today. And really getting to know that is what's going to heal yourself from the self-sabotaging behavior. Because as you become clear on what you want, that eliminates all the horseshit and the shoulds that don't matter to you. Number four, don't try to look at the entire picture, right? Self-sabotage is about that unconscious pattern. Like you want to go, let's say you want to go to the gym. That's something that you want to do. It's not because someone told you you should or because you, you think you should lose weight. You want to go to the gym because you want to go to the gym. You enjoy it, right? Or maybe it's Zumba. Maybe you love going to Zumba. It's something you enjoy. It's something you have a lot of fun at. Or maybe you like the adult hula hooping or something like that. It's, it's this thing, this goal that you want to do. Well, if you're looking at the entire picture of all the times you have to sign up for the gym and you have to go to the gym and I missed this class and you really get overwhelmed by the em- enormity of it all, I want you to really just focus on today, right now. What could you do in the next half an hour towards achieving the thing you want most for yourself today? I really just want you to look at what can I do the next half hour. For me personally, I'm going to drink a shit ton of water. I've been in the recording booth for 20 minutes now and it is hot as fuck in here. So for self-care in the next half an hour, I'm drinking all the water. I'm super dehydrated. So that's what I'm talking about as an example. Like you want to look at what's right in front of you and not get overwhelmed by the enormousness of a goal that you're trying to obtain. And last but not least, in my tips for self-care to undo that self-sabotage, it's very important, and I cannot stress this enough how life-changing a self-care tip this is, is to learn and practice self-forgiveness. So here's the long story short, friends. If you've had a hard time with self-care and you know that you engage in self-sabotage, and you know that intellectually you know exactly what you need to do to accomplish the financial goals, the physical goals, the uh, you know emotional relationship goals, whatever it might be that you're working towards in your life. Learning and practicing self-forgiveness will accelerate any efforts, any efforts that you do. Because learning to look at all of the times you should it on yourself and learning to identify the times you've deflected compliments and learning to really identify all the times you've put everyone else's needs and wants in front of yourself and forgiving yourself for repeating a pattern that's just been ingrained since probably childhood. A lot of our inability to make self-care a priority comes from these learned, ingrained beliefs about ourselves from way back when. And yes, there is work involved in undoing these beliefs. But the fastest way to make any of these challenges easier for for yourself and to accelerate the healing is to get into a self-forgiveness practice. Whether it's just putting your hands over your heart and saying your first name and saying, I love you and I forgive you and recognizing and giving yourself the same grace that you would give a good friend, treating yourself with the same love, respect, and energy that you would somebody you know who's going through a hardship right now. It's a very impactful and important practice. And if it's the one thing you take away from from today's episode, I hope you take and run with it. Because you could do that once in the next half an hour 
and it's going to give you that shot, that, that boost to do something else nice for you, like drink your water <laughs> or, or schedule the massage or whatever it is that you do for self-care. So again, just real quick, those five specific self-care tips to heal from self-sabotage behavior was, number one, notice when you're doing it. Number two, get rid of the shoulds. Number three, sit down and focus on and, and even write down what you want in life and what you want for yourself today. Number four, don't get overwhelmed by looking at the entire picture. Just look at what you need to do in the next half an hour. And number five, learn and practice self-forgiveness. It's not that complicated. Just say, I forgive myself. I did what I could with what I had. And that is the truth. Isn't that the truth, folks? Like, that's just, we're all just in the same boat, just doing the best we can with what we have. And hopefully today's episode gives you a little bit of encouragement to take that time for self-care today. I'm really proud of you for tuning in. That's it for this week. Thank you for joining me. If you have a story you'd like to share and you want to be on the show, please email me. It's Chris, K-R-I-S, at selfcareissexy.com. Okay, we've got some really great content coming your way, so stay tuned. And remember that self-care is sexy. We're giving you permission to put yourself first.